everybody, welcome back to my podcast. I'm Ms. Roxanne, and this is Ms. Roxanne Thoughts. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> okay, so I haven't seen this show in literal years, and it's on um, Hulu, so I'm re-watching it. And damn, aren't we rep- repetitive AF. So... I'll be talking a little bit, uh, mostly on season one, and the touch on season two. I'm not going. I'm not going episode by episode because, good lord, no, <laughs> um, I don't care that much. But I mean, it's an interesting show. The music's pretty good in it, and um, overall, I think it's a decent show. But dear God, is so repetitive on so many levels. And all these duels and stuff, I mean, they're literally breaking up into so many parts. I'm just like, bruh, like, it doesn't need to be that long. It doesn't need to be like a free episode stretch. And most of it is recaps and unnecessary backstory. Y'all could have fit it in earlier in the season and not, oh, da 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 no. Like, honestly, like for Pegasus, right? So when he got defeated... By Yu-Gi-Oh! Spoiler alert, but it came out in 96, apparently. But I feel like it came out in 2000. But anyway, the point is that when Yugi defeated Pegasus, we got his entire backstory with his wife, um, Cecilia, dying right when they got married. And he's trying to bring her back, and then he kept trying and trying and trying, and then... He got, like, the um, Millennium Eye when he went to Egypt and stuff and hatched a plan and stuff. So, we... So, it reduces the character a little bit. Now, if they did this at the beginning on their way to, you know, the freaking Duelist Island or whatever, the character wouldn't have been so annoying. And so, you'll know his backstory. you know why he's doing what he's doing. Oh, like, oh, I'm sorry. We figure out two minutes you know, after your defeat and then that um, Bakura double personality, the bad guy pops out of Bakura and gets his middle eye and all of a sudden he's like inca- in- incapacitated. Oh, okay. I'm just like... <sighs> stuff like that, I don't understand at all. It's just so... Ugh. And also... One thing I don't understand is how are all these quote-unquote kids have multi-billion dollar companies? I literally do not understand that in the slightest at all. So you're telling me Seto Kaiba, first of all, he grew up in orphanage, so how did he get the money to even start the game or the financial backing to start a company? And And then all of a sudden, like, he goes from orphanage to make him bank. I just, I don't, we don't see the connection, like, his whole thought process. Like, there's not enough fleshing of the character, like, fleshing it out. Like, how did he, like, how did he do that? Like, you know, they're just like, oh, he's a genius. He just started tinkering with stuff. It's like, how did he do that if he grew up in an orphanage with, like, no money? Like, it's common sense stuff. I'm just like, well, what's going on here? And why is he such an ass? Like, seriously. Ugh, so stupid. And, like, and so, 
like the first episode, he literally like beats up Yugi's grandpa and takes away his blue eyes white dragon and rips it up. Like, why didn't you at least keep it and have, you know, so that three blue eyes and transform into one thing, you could have used four. It makes no damn sense at all. And he's just an overall ass. And his brother, Mokaba, I mean, it's fine. I mean, he's actually a decent character, but I'm just like, my God. And then when Yugi, when Yugi goes into Yu-Gi-Oh, I, I think that he, he think they said his name was Yami or Yami or something, Y A M I or something. I cannot pronounce per for crap. And they said, I was like, someone takes over for him. I was like, no shit, Sherlock. He literally grows like two feet. And how's he in high school? He was like, he's like, 11. Like, it makes no sense at all. And then Mukaba is literally, I think, older than, you know, than Yugi because, like, he's taller. I think that's how they usually depict age in this in this show, like, how tall you are. Or they don't do that good about, like, facial hair or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And then, um, what else? Oh, jeez. So, I mean, overall, I think the story was fine. I just feel like they could have shortened it with unnecessary backstory. Especially for some characters. I was like, there's... I feel like they could have included that in, like, in um, other episodes. And also, they repeat a lot of the same crap. Like, when Yugi and Joey were doing this idiot bald um, brothers. Like, once speaks only lies, one speaks the truth, da 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 I'm just like, they did the same motion literally probably eight times. I should have counted it, but I didn't. But I was like, the first three times, well, that's kind of cool. After that, I was like, okay, you can stop that now. Like, shut up. That part was really annoying to me. I really did not like it at all. And I was just like, okay. We get it. Thank you. And then you have Bandit Keith being a overall just asshole cheater. And you have Maximilian Pegasus, who's like unbearable towards the end. But then it kind of redeems himself a little bit more once we get that backstory, which we could have used at the beginning. And then they just repeat everything all the time. Like, the heart of the cards. The heart of cards. No shit, Sherlock. We get it. The first hundred times. And um, I'm just like, okay, fine. But to me, Pokemon is the superior um, series. I'm just saying, even the current ones, which I don't particularly vibe with that much. I'm just saying, ugh, it's a lot better. I, th- I feel like um, this series after Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, um, Yu-Gi-Oh! I think it's better, but I'm trying to remember if I like that more than the original series. I don't know yet. yet so, and uh, the fact that they banished Bakor's, uh 
bad person that he has inside that um, Millennium Ring necklace. They've done it like at least three times. And somehow that little ass keeps coming back and I just don't understand at all. I'm just like, oh, okay. So anyway, and then you had that other um, Duke uh, guy um, that did the dice and stuff. He was fine, but he was like, you are a cheater. It's like, how do you, how, how? Because he defeated Pegasus? Oh, okay. Like, he could have been better than Pegasus, okay? I'm just like, you weren't there. You don't know. Don't be a loser. And then you have that Rebecca character who was seven and was probably a little bit younger than Yugi, to be honest, saying that, but the grandpa was a thief and wanted to challenge him right after he got out of the hospital. And, she, of course, she was being a little brat because that's how most seven-year-olds are, if I'm being honest. Well, okay, some, for sure. Not all. Just kidding. But some. I'm just like, okay, well, that character we get. But she just doesn't understand anything and doesn't want to listen. And that's the other thing. None of these people actually want to listen and their trash talk is so bad. So quit wasting my time. You're the one who initiated the duel, so uh, you should have planned for that, dumbass. I'm just like... <sighs> and then, um, just a bunch of stuff. I'm just like, oh my god. <sighs> but that dude, dude, he was like a real douche. He's like, Oh, I'm an inventor of a game. I'm going to challenge you, and I'm not going to really tell you what to do. I'll give you just the baseline, but you got to figure it out. <sighs> oh my God. So insane. So insane. So anyway, I'm on season two, um, episode two, The Mystery Duelist Part Two. And that's another thing. Okay. So, Bandit Keith got taken over by some other dude that has a um, Millennium item. And so, he takes it by acting like a fortune teller, and Yugi, dumbass, literally hands over the um, Millennium puzzle. Like a dum-dum. And, so, when they go to this warehouse to duel, the freaking duel thing, um, the Millennium puzzle is on the same platform that Yugi is dueling on. So, logic could dictate, oh, since that guy's on the opposite side of that thing, why not just try to grab the Millennium Puzzle and try to escape? Hello? It's not that hard. I mean, but, you know, they gotta duel and stuff like that. I'm just like, okay, sure. Bruh. So anyway, that's where I'm at right now. I might do this like in little parts and stuff like that. But I'm just like, this is insane to me. I'm just like, what is going on here? So anyway, um, that's my honest thoughts right now. I'm just like, it's baffling on how <sighs> annoying it can be. And I'm just like, okay. I understand it's for kids. I, I, I get that. I mean, and I try to take that to consideration. But I'm just like, okay, but, mm-hmm, okay. Oh, and also, when Seto, um, so apparently Seto's company 
uh, are trying to overthrow him or, you know, take the company away from him. And so when he comes back from all the shady people, he goes to confront them. And he's like, but we, we were trying to save you. That is the most stupidest lie ever. And, so, and also, we completed that um, virtual dive game that you were developing. It's all ready to go. And he's like, well, I'll check it out. But you're not off the hook yet. So, logic would dictate if Seto is a genius, he would see through the board's members' lies and say, oh, that might be a trap. Like Mokuba said, I don't trust it. And so he gets trapped into this stupid-ass game. Like a dum-dum. I mean, first of all, you didn't fire them, and you still haven't fired the stupid security guards. You need to gut your company and to literally get new people in and have them square off the property and check your systems and make sure they're all done right and not be a guinea pig and step into the damn thing in the first place. <sighs> oh my god. I mean, that's so stupid. And the fact he's so arrogant on himself, he's like, oh, I don't need anyone's help, but then you know, he finally does a set help, and then when, you know, Joyce says, like, you can at least say thank you, he's like, well, I didn't ask you to come. Oh, my God. The disrespect is real. And, um, what else? I don't know, I feel like Mokuba is probably a little bit smarter than Seto. I'm just saying. I'm spitting that out right now. And though he is still a kid, he feel like he's got better head on his shoulders than Seto does. And he's obviously less of an ass than Seto. Anyway, that's pretty much it for now. Uh, we'll probably do like a part two thing, probably on the same podcast. So. Anyway, see you then. Okay, so now we're going to talk a little bit about season two. I done like... I'm on the season two, episode 16. And so, I mean, this was a little bit better. The recaps they're doing, they're not a minute and a half long. They're like 30 seconds, which to me, I was like, why bother even doing it in the first place? But whatever. I like the new intro. The intro is really good. Um, It's just like my issue is, is that... You know, like, in the first one, they were all together. They're all, like, you know, standing together and helping each other out and being, like, an emotional support system. This one is kind of is, kind of isn't. <clears throat> but um, I think Joey wanted to prove himself, so I 100% get that. But one thing is, like, they keep, quote-unquote, dissing each other in air quotes, which is not that great. And I was just like, they do a lot of, like, shit talking, pretty much. I'm just like, okay, sure, have fun with that. And I'm just, it's just kind of silly. And then when that dumbass uh, Merrick, when he takes over his rare hunters or whatever, he's like, you know, you have that stupid, you have the person's voice, and then it's laid over with that other annoying voice that's computerized, which annoys the 
absolute crap out of me. Seriously, it annoys me to pieces. And I cannot believe how much Kaiba is an idiot and such an asshole. <laughs> it's baffling to me that he is just an asshole and he does not have any regard for himself or others. For the most part, except for his brother. And it's crazy. Like when he's testing the dueling thing, he turned off all the safety measures and wanted a full blast of his um, Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon, you know, with the three are combined into one. I'm just like, okay, sure. Like, okay, whatever. And then just. And then uh, Mukaba is like the the uh, commissioner and yet they caught two people cheating and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah, you did such an awesome job commissioning, commissioner. Because Seto was like, well, just let it happen anyway. He needs to, you know, no pain like I do. I was like, child, you lost once. Well, technically twice in your entire life. Quit being a little trick about it and grow up. Literally. I just find that crazy to me. And I also, I don't... I'm tired of people on mopeds. I really am. Oh my god. But anyway, um, my is actually a little bit better character now, so that's pretty good. I like her character a lot more now. And we gotta see a little bit more of what Taya likes to do, which is dance. She wants to be a dancer. I was like, good for her. And she showed up that other dude at the uh, arcade. Because apparently Yami and her went basically on like on four dates into one. <laughs> I mean, they went to the movies. They went to um, a museum. They went to an arcade. And they had lunch. I'm like, damn, y'all got some money. Because, you know... Well, my, I think it was cheaper in the 90s, but honestly, if you bought all, did all that shit now, you're looking like uh, at least $80 a person for all those things. It's like, you can knock that all out on one day. Good for you. But anyway, because um, honestly, I, I think Taya has a crush on Yami, so... And Yami also wasn't really here for it at first either, but he really got into it and started having fun, so that was pretty neat. Um, what else? I also, like, mm, I talked about the cheaters, so. I don't know, I'm just, Merrick is really annoying, all the hunters are really annoying, especially the mime one with all the, ugh, grossness. That's the other thing. You know, you can tell all these are, like, bad people by their eyes, pretty much, and just how they look, like, their demeanor. Honestly, you gotta play into that a little bit, but if you go a little too overboard, that's, like, my issue. It's always been my issue. I was like, oh, okay. It's not like uh, Team Rocket or, like, Pokemon and stuff like that. You know, so... Oh, and also they um, now have Serenity, which is Joey's sister in here. So that's kind of neat. She got her eye surgery and she's doing good, but she still has to have her bandages on for a while. And um, the person that did the original Ash, uh, he, I mean, the lady that did it, she had a guest role in the show with um, 
the little kid that's with um, Serenity because he's scared of his surgery as well. So it took me a second to realize that. I was like, oh, okay. And obviously, Seto Kaiba is obviously also Brock and James. So, spoiler alert if you didn't know any of that. <laughs> the guy's name is Eric Stewart. Um, cannot remember the original Ash Ketchum voice actor, but she looks really good. I like her. I like her better than the new one that they have right now. You know, you can't, you're not, I mean, they do, the second actually, she does a very good job of mimicking uh, of Veronica Taylor. That's it. There we go. And, but I feel like um, the new one, I can't remember her name. She does a decent job, but I like the original better. That's just me. But anyway. Also, the style really pisses me off. But I haven't seen the new one. Uh, that's supposed to be on Netflix, I think, soon? Might already be on Netflix? I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I'm on, like I said, I'm on season 2, episode 16. There's a lot of filler episodes. And also, that's my other issue. They could... I think I already said this in the other clip, but um, I really think they could... Instead of being like three parts, they really could do two parts if they really didn't do the freaking... If they didn't do the recap and they sped up the intro, they could knock them out in two episodes. You, you wouldn't need three. I really think that. And if you take out some of the, you know, the talking crap to each other, the, oh my God, I can't think of the word. It's so hot out. Anyway, um, but I feel like this season's a little bit better than the last one. There's a lot of differences. And um, some of them are not bad, but some of them are just like, oh, okay, sure. But anyway, um, I do like how like the they have portable like holograms, you know, the carrying thing that they have. I think that's pretty cool. Tim, I can't do that with Pokemon. Just do that. But um, well, no, we have our fun, so it's fine. <laughs> but anyway, that's it for this clip. Um, I'll talk about more whenever I watch more. So we're under my control part one. So that's the episode I'm on right now. I don't like the mime already. And also, he's not best to talk. They have Mary talking through him, so technically he is talking. So that's the whole thing. Like, that's kind of dumb. It's like, dude, you're a mime. Shut your face. Thanks. Bye. Anyway, I'll see you next clip. Okay, so now we're going to cover 7, well, last of 16 through 22. So, I'm getting really, really pissed off just because, like, there's too much filler crap going on. I'm just like, what are y'all doing? Because this is getting a little ridiculous on me. I literally, like, there's so much banter and so much crap going on. I literally just skip through all the bull crap and just like, mm, okay. And the fact that, um, God, the evil dude, Merrick, also, I'm like, he beats up in air quotes on, whatchamacallit, on, Bakura, even though I don't think that actually happened, I think that's just all a fake. So Bakura can take away a grandfather and put him in the shadow realm again. And I'm just like, okay. Mm and then Seto also wants to be friends with Yugi after he defeats the mime dude. I'm just like, okay, well, uh, you do you, pretty much. And it's just kind of 
Oh my God, it's crazy. It's just so crazy. And um, I didn't. I hate the voice filters they're using. I'm just like, no. But I thought it was interesting that Seto was being a um, really, really nice and everything. So I thought that that actually kind of threw me. But the only reason why he did it is so he can figure out how to use the trap card. So, I mean, how to, sorry, wow, how to defeat the Sky Dragon, which is one of the God cards. So, that's the only reason. But anyway, I just find it so crazy. I was just like, what is happening? Um, at first, because I was like, ooh, Zeta actually cares, but he actually doesn't. Then as soon as Yugi won, he wanted to battle him, but uh, Yugi wouldn't do it just because he's trying to find um, his friends because they're in trouble. And then we have um, Mako fighting Joey, and that was actually a really good two-part episode. I believe that was in two parts. And that was a really good episode. You can see Mako, Mako's backstory, and I believe his dad is still alive. Kind of zoned out for a little bit because... Uh, I only got like five hours of sleep last night, and I'm trying my hardest to stay awake today. And um, I thought it was a really good duel, and I really enjoyed it. But the way the whole Bakura and the other dude, I'll say he's in disguise, but not really. He just doesn't have his Millennium item shown. I was like, okay, well that's a little that's gonna be a little silly later. But anyway, overall, still a good episode. Um, but this double duel that they're doing between Yugi and Kaiba, I'm just like, eh, it's whatever. I mean, I understand Divide and Conquer to, like, take his friends to, quote-unquote, weaken everything. I'm just like, okay, well, whatever. But anyway, that's it for this little segment. I'll update you again on another six episodes when something hopefully interesting happens. But I'm really getting sick of it. I might have to switch out to another show for a little bit. Anyway. Okay, so I'm now in season three. So we'll be covering basically 22, uh, episode 22 through season three, episode one. I just started see the second episode of season three. Okay, my thoughts are the same thoughts I pretty much had in the last segment. Why on earth is there so much bad talk and backstory? What? I feel like they just kind of spliced shit together and just threw in a blender and there you go, for the most part. It's not really cohesive, and I gotta say, Seto Kaiba is such a douchebag on all the levels. And I literally mean all the levels. He doesn't need a slice of humble pie, he needs about 5,000 humble pies, and then maybe he'll be somewhat of not an asshole. I'm just saying that, like when my when my got hurt, when um, Bakura got hurt, he was not landing the blimp at all to put them in a hospital or anything. And it's like, what in the world is going on? And we dig a little bit of backstory on Merrick and how he wasn't such an asshole, but he turned into one, and how that whole situation happened. Just because he wanted to ride a motorcycle. Keep in mind, you are a kid. You have no business riding a motorcycle. And how does Isizu know anything about what a motorcycle is or a TV? Is she supposed to be underground as well and not supposed to know anything? How does she know anything? 
That's what I want to know. But I just like, it's baffling to me. It really is. And then they didn't wrap up the freaking um, season right. There was no winner or no anything. They just jumped right into season three with some stupid kid uh, taking their blimp and setting them down on this huge ass fortress that's floating that was underwater. And there was also the fact that um, the five douchebags that were originally in, I think, in the season one that he fired and then got trapped in the virtual reality or whatever. Their, well, their bodies are gone and they're trapped in the virtual world. But, like, if we win, like, because they got put, so they got trapped in this virtual fortress and they got put in this room. So they got to battle all these dummies. And so if they win, they get to take over their bodies, and that's how they get keep in control of Cybercorp. <sighs> okay, well, anyway. <sighs> I mean, how do you not jump from another season and not even wrap up the second one correctly? Like, it makes literally no sense at all. So, I'm not really a fan and and also I've got clones of Kaiba in this game too and stuff like that and it, the whole thing just seems like a mess and who's this kid like I vaguely remember it so spoiler if you've never seen or whatever but child this came out like in 2000 something so anyway <clears throat> so my theory is this kid Noah is Seto Kaiba's step father's actual son and then when Seto took over Kaiba Corp he got rid of all the military stuff and used it for dual monsters which they already said already in this um, in the first episode of season 3 or anyway so I guess he's mad because his father's no longer around but I think the father's trapped in the virtual game or whatever so he got to defeat these five little goons to get to him and I think Seto wins I don't know I don't know 100% but that's why I feel like but anyway it's just like what in the world y'all is happening <laughs> so um I don't know we like I said I do like the backstory on Merrick I think that was pretty good and um but I just feel like they could have done that sooner. But they didn't. And um, I really liked the interaction between Joey and Mai before she went to the Shadow Realm. I really liked the, those scenes. And let's see. Uh, the fact that the Million Item helped, um, the Millennium Rod helped Seto and that duel was pretty cool as well. I thought that was really good. And. The fun fact, um, Isiju, um, so butcher that, and Merrick, they're still on the ship along with the two security guards. So that's interesting as well. So they didn't get told to come inside, which I thought was weird. And, you know, Merrick's like, ooh, fun. I, you know, let's see what this fun surprise is or something stupid. I was like, okay, well, mm hmm. Anyways. But overall, that was a good episode. I really, um, I mean, overall, I'll give all the episodes between a solid B plus. 
almost A minus, but some of these, I mean, literally some episodes I always skip through because I was like, good God, you're going through too many flashbacks. You're calling stuff like you can do little visual like snippets or something, but you don't need to do like a full on minute um imagine scene like bat flashback or whatever. I'm just like you don't need an entire minute, maybe twenty to thirty seconds. But anyway, I know it sounds like I'm really ripping on it, but I just like I feel like it's, I'm not being a total asshat about, it, but I'm just like I feel like it could have been better. And also, like, their characters are really, um, sharp drawing. Which is fine, but I just, like, that's one thing I, I kept noticing throughout the series. I didn't know how to really put in the words until just now, because I actually got some decent sleep. So anyway, um, I guess that was pretty much it for this segment, so I guess I'll see y'all in the next one. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Okay, so now we'll be covering season three, episode two through 28. I had a very busy 24 hours. <laughs> but honestly, each one's like 18 minutes once you skip through the recap and like the title song. So it's not like that unheard of. So anyway, uh, so they get trapped in this virtual reality um, place. And the person behind it is Noah uh, Kaiba who is um, the actual son of the original Mr. Kaiba. So basically what happened to Noah is he got into an accident when he, um, six years ago, and they uploaded his brain to a virtual reality system, and so they uploaded his consciousness and all this stuff, and when you're alone for six years, it kind of goes to your head, so that's why he kind of is like he is. So, um, and also he hired the big five that were trapped in, um, virtual reality as well to, for them to take over Yugi and company's bodies. So, um, and they want, and Noah wanted them to play with honor, and some of them did not. So, um, Noah disciplined them, and because he said that makes him, makes him look weak if all of his people or lackeys are cheating. So, he did have some type, some type of morals, but very twisted. <laughs> anyway, then, um, and the bunch of the battles were like a bunch of part twos and part threes, so there were at least two to three episodes each for each battle. And there's just a lot of recaps going on, but I really enjoyed it a lot this time because it's hard to explain. I just really, really enjoyed it. It wasn't as um, annoying as it is usually. And I guess um, uh, Soto got kind of got um, hit with some humble pie a little bit, even though, like I said, he needs basically an entire truck full of apple pie, and then maybe he'll be somewhat normal-ish in terms of compassion and stuff, because he doesn't have any really, except when it comes to Mokuba, and that's about it. And so, the battling and stuff like that, that was kind of neat, but when Seto... Oh, so, basically, Tristan lost one of the game, um, the duel, and so he got taken over by one of the people, and then... 
Uh, Seto was wants to challenge Noah, and then somehow that also turned into Yugi and Seto battling Tristan, who got taken over by that dude. And but all five were in there, and if they lost Yugi and Seto, that they all could have a body to take back to the real world and take over and whatever. And so obviously they won. Then um, Seto kind of ditched the group and went to go um, find Noah, and he wants to battle him. So they started the battle, and I have never seen so many close calls in my entire life on a single episode. It felt like 20 close calls that Seto almost won, but he didn't win. Then Noah almost won, but he didn't win. It was a whole back and forth. And then with, I think, Seto had like 400 life points left. Literally, um, Noah decided to turn them stone, so Yuki took over. And then that was a whole thing. Uh, so many close calls. I was like, oh my god. Just get it over with. I mean, you didn't need that much. Like, <gasps> Well, you know, it's like, I'm surprised we didn't have heart attacks or stuff from all that pent-up stuff going on. I was like, damn, get it together. So, honestly, that was kind of annoying to me. Like, the first, like, five, six times, oh, that's interesting. But once you go over that limit, I was like, oh, my God, I need you to just do it. Just pull the trigger and just do it. Anyway, um, Yugi won, and then we found out that um, Mr. Kaiba uploaded his brain because he was embarrassed that Seto kicked him out of his own company, that he uploaded his brain to the network, and he wants to digitize everyone in the, in the entire world to be in this virtual reality. And then Noah was trying to help them escape, then he will went a little um, more addled and, um, took over Mokuba's body and got out and then decided to um, put a 30-minute timer to destroy the virtual reality with his father in it because his father doesn't really didn't really care about him in the first place. So, there's that. <laughs> then, um, what else happened? Um, uh, so, Seto was battling his dad. Obviously won. But again, like, several close calls, but it was fine with that. And then Yugi managed to get him out of there, and so um, Noah changed his mind and helped people escape. And so that's what they did. And uh, Noah took over Mokuba's body. I forgot to say that. And then he changed his mind um, half over, and then he decided to literally um, go back in and grounded his status in there and Mokuba got out. And you would think, you know, Seto would be like, oh, I'm gonna be less of an a-hole now. That'd be great. No, he's still an a-hole. So now we're dueling stuff and it's a four-way duel and Malik and Joey both lost, so they have to duel each other and that's kind of where we're at right now. I... I'm just like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. And then Merrick, he freaking is like, oh, let me just destroy the virtual reality game. You know, I'm just... Because <sighs> he, like, he was very happy about it. And then um, his sister moved on that one guy that was protecting him and stuff. And um, so, yeah, there was that as well. So he was a very impatient little prick. 
so that can't get a grip. And I literally, it's fine. <laughs> so that's kind of where we're at right now. So, um, Joey is doing trying to save my. So that's like his driving force right force right now. So we'll see what happens with that. And that's it. <laughs> so um, we'll see what happens later on in the season, and hopefully, it's a lot better. I mean, honestly, it was better than the last season. Um, this little part where they, you know, they're trapped in the virtuality thing. Uh, first, I was kind of pissed off about it, but to me, it was, I liked it better than um, season two, to be quite honest. So, um, so far, I get the set that I watched. The first 20 episodes, I would give it a strong A. Um, the last several episodes, um, we're going to, uh, B-plus territory. Uh, still watched it, still enjoyed it, but I feel like it could have been better in my opinion. So anyway, um, I'm going to watch the rest and I'll tell y'all what I think. Hey everybody, drop the ball on this, um. Yeah, I kind of sped through, and I'm on chat. I'm on season uh, five, episode fifteen, <laughs> called "Getting Played." Um, okay, so season three ended, and it was actually pretty decent. I actually really liked it. Um, um, I really like how it played out and everything. And season four, that was really good too. I think I liked season four a lot more than season two and um the first half of season three yeah uh season five so far is shaping out to be really good i did skip like um i did fly through like two episodes just because i knew that guy with the pink hair um the little kid also is like the the other guy's brother and um i'm not gonna pronounce his name because i'm not gonna not gonna be able to do that (laughs) it's not for me Anyway, then, um, so anyway, let's see, I gotta talk about All About Season 4, holy shit, holy mushrooms, so let's see here, so the only thing that kind of bothered me was, um, where is it, hang on a second, (laughs) y'all. Okay, so yeah. Season 4, that was a whole Ori Calcus thingy and stuff like that. Which was a good uh, um, season, to be quite honest. But my only issue is it was like very, quote-unquote, petty. Like, <laughs> with Ori Calcus. Like, all these people were petty. I was like, and that's why they got to steal Ori Calcus and couldn't break it because of the evil in their heart. I was like, well, no shit, Sherlock. Sorry if I'm cursing, but, you know, it's my podcast, so whatever. But, I think I've been cursing all along, but anyway, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so anyway, back to what I was saying. So, when something quote-unquote bad happens, I mean, okay, I understand not getting recognized and you've been put down. Okay, that does suck, but, I mean, some people have been put down for literal years. You've been put down for five seconds. The other guy that got stranded on the island and he was there for three years, yeah, he should be better AF. But, you know, again, that whole storyline kind of went on his head when he dueled Yugi for the second time and he played the Ori Kalkos thing. 
because he made such a connection with his cards. He then he also I, I don't give a f about my cards. It does not make a bit a damn sense at all, and it was just overall stupid the way he submitted to that seal. It was so dumb. And then um, also when they play the dragons, I'm just saying. The music was a little cheesy, but I got to check myself because this came out in the 2000s. So, I mean, it's like, well, duh. But I was just like, are you even serious right now? It was crazy insane. And then also, the the dragons weren't really dragons. They were knights. That was pretty freaking awesome. Um, But Kaiba, dude, like, get your crap together. Like... I need you to eat some humble pie. And we're not even going to say a truckload anymore. We're going to say an airplane load freight of pie. And then maybe you'll be somewhat normal. And I did progress through season four. Thank God they still a freaking a-hole. But in season five, he does get better. And he doesn't even, he only competed with that long-haired pink haired dude that's from I don't know where because I can't pronounce it to save my life just can't do it and um the way that people are just bitter over the most stupid crap is so dumb on all the levels I'm just like a no just a no so there's that um Let's see, they had, so, season four was all, the whole Oricalcus thing, and then my, you know, she, they changed voice actresses with her, so I wasn't really there for that. So, you know, whatever. Oh, uh, and then, um, uh, the way darts play Yu-Gi-Oh, the, uh, the fair at the beginning of season four was kind of funny, like, so, season three ended, and America ended up being not an asshole and they go back home and everything's great so season four happened and so he goes to the museum trying to uncover more of the secrets and then here's a voice and placed your three Egyptian card Egyptian god cards to the um tablet and guess what the tablet turns to ice and then there's a bunch of monsters everywhere and those are actually real monsters and that's just the whole thing but I think the whole beat down with uh, Kaiba's company made him a little bit more humble so when we transfer transferred to season five, I meant to say transition. That's season five, but whatever. I feel like he's gotten a little bit more level headed and a little bit more not of a jerk. He's still a jerk, but not as much so. Several. So, um, I really enjoyed season four, but I'm really am enjoying season five. Season two, that was a struggle and a half. I was getting very pissed off, especially for six part episodes that happened. I think like two times. It happened, I think, one time in season four. No, season... It happened once in season three, and I think it happened once in season four. But I, don't, I really don't like the part ones and the part twos and all that bullshit. That is so constant. That's what really ticks me off. What I really like is when they literally just knock out the episode and you know, just do the tired duel in one episode. I don't, to me, I'm just like, I'm getting tired of part one, part two, and part three. 
Like when Yugi was doing the brother, the little brother of the pink haired guy. I literally breeze. I just get two episodes because I knew it's going to go through part three. <laughs> you still get contents at the very beginning. So, like, when they do a recap, so I was like, okay. So, because uh, what was weird for me is like the kid was very nice to everyone, especially to Yugi. And then when they started to battle, he's like, oh, I'm going to be an a hole. No, like, that was just weird. And so when he played that card, all of a sudden he was felt really bad, and then he wanted to duel honorably, then he was talking about quitting, Yugi said don't quit, and Yugi made to send that castle thing away. And so, anyway. Then he finally told his first, like, look, let's not be ugly to the Kaibas, because they didn't really do anything to us, let's handle how we handle ourselves, and to work on ourselves and help us to get better, and not try to get even. So, you know, turns out the smaller the little little brother knows more than big brother because <laughs> i feel like mukuba is a lot better as well also they changed voice actors on him too and i'm really wasn't here for that either to be quite honest with you and um i was just like mm. I, I here's the thing my character voice actress the first one i feel like it was really good like yeah she was a freaking diva but you know there's a uh, there was a little bit of sweetness in there. Like, you could tell, even though she was being a full-on diva, that she wasn't, like, you know, a full-on diva. Diva. But, with the freaking one we got for season four, there was no warmth in it, which I guess is makes sense, because, you know, she was on the Ori Calcos thing, but when she broke it, she still wasn't... <laughs> There was still no warmth. I feel like you need to adapt to bring it in. Like, if it's going to be ice cold, you know, when you have the calculus, then sure, but if you don't have it, you know, when you break it and get out of it, you should have a little bit more warmth in there, but that's just me. And then the whole darts control everyone's life, I was just like, okay, that's crazy. But anyway, it was really decent season. I really liked season four, and so, um, Season 5 starts off with um, Mukaba getting Yugi and Joey to duel in um, the tournament for that um, for Kaiba Land. So they entered and Rebecca was in there as well so good for her. And she did really good and um, all of a sudden all the girls were like kind of throwing themselves at Yugi. I was just like okay like dial it back. I understand Rebecca and then Taya being a little bit jealous, but then the other girl, she just, like, came full force at him. I was just like, girl, you need to slow your roll. Like, it's not that serious here. But anyway, and the way she, like, even, like, oh, I remember one thing that was so stupid. When that girl from, I want to say Japan, tried to battle Yugi, because... She originally healed her grandfa- his grandfather's back, and then she broke it again, so she has to duel Yugi. Full on, there is medical staff at Kaiba Land. It could just taken him to go see the doctor, and that's that. But it's like, oh, should I duel? Should I duel her? Or shouldn't I? And even the fair's like, I guess you have to duel her. I was like, no, you don't. Like, there's called something called a chiropractor. Let just let that was probably one of the dumbest duels 
reasons I've ever seen in my entire life. It was so dumb. And the fact that the grandpa is very easily persuaded by women is also very stupid. But again, this was the early 2000s, so it was different then. But I was just like, ugh. So stupid. But but that was probably one of the dumbest reasons to do ever because he, oh, I hurt my back. But she healed it in a second the first time, and then she broke it again in another second when you can refuse to duel her. And then she's, then they fixed it again. She fixed it again. I was like, oh, okay, this is so dumb on so many levels. And um, I'm just like, okay, just okay. And so, um, let's see. But I thought overall, um, Rebecca did good. And then the other, the, that little pink haired, uh, kid, he did good too, obviously. And, um, Rex and Revel, they're now the comic relief of the entire show. And, ooh, gotta record that. So, um, also I'm converting VHS tapes to digital right now from my old, old tapes when I was a kid. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> only 18 more to go. So, anyway, I thought it was really a decent episode, I mean, season so far for season five. But now, first of all, I like how the fair awarded it in episode 15. So basically, Joey won trips to India. So they can just go to India while they're at school. They're like, they said, teacher, oh, I'm out. I'm going to India. I'll see you later. They don't even say anything to the teacher. They just kind of bounce. The grandpa never came back home from his flight. So they fly to India anyway. (laughs) I was like, what kind of, what are y'all doing? Oh my goodness. It's just crazy for me. That a bunch of kids, like teenagers, can just bounce and just go to another country. It's like, mm, bye. That is baffling on all the levels for me. When I was third, when I was like thirteen to even eighteen, I was like, um, can't really go anywhere. <laughs> like I went stuff with family, but not really by myself or with a group of friends, really. And okay, so anyway. They get to India, they get this private car and this private um, airplane, and they fly over, and all of a sudden the engine fails. Then join Tristan, uh, Tristan when they crash land. It's like, oh, it's going to be a while before they get there, so let's just go on and go, because they passed over almost there, so let's just go. And so they leave. I was, how dumb are you, though? Literally, how dumb are you? And then all of them go and they find this man in the woods and he'll like, say pass out. So they give him water because I understand trying to be a nice person and I understand that. That's like good for you. And then he has his grandpa's bandana and I was like, what? <laughs> like, and so like, oh, that's my mentor. And we discovered something so crazy. Follow me. I was like, I'm sorry. If I'm passed out in the woods and I only had some water, I'm sorry. I'm gonna probably gonna need some sustenance. I'm not gonna be able to walk. Like, oh, I'm good now. I'm sorry. I'm gonna need it like a few minutes. That's just realistic stuff right there. 
And so they discovered a freaking pyramid. But on the way there, Yanmi talks to Yugi, he's like, isn't this a little too convenient that A, Joey won tickets to India, we get there, we get in a flying airplane, and then it just happens to cut out and crash land, and then we find this guy that knows your grandpa and that has his bandana, and that we discovered a pyramid. It's a little too suspicious. I feel like it's a trap. But Yugi keeps walking. Like, uh, I guess it's before cell phones. But, I mean, the logic in me is just, like, screaming at my brain. It's like, I'm sorry. Like, again, early 2000s is different than it is now. I'm sorry. Like, nowadays, I'm sorry. Like, ooh. Uh, it's just crazy to me. But anyway... Really good. I mean, the first 14 episodes were really good. 15, the first eight minutes were great. I'm on like, I'm like literally halfway through the episode, but I just like, it's baffling to me. But overall, good episode. I think that's going to do it for me. So uh, I'll see y'all in my next clip where I discuss the rest of the seasons. How many seasons are there? Because I don't know. I feel like there's maybe six. I don't know. Anyway, uh, catch y'all in my next segment. Segment. Wow. Learn to talk right. Okay, I thought it was six seasons, but it was five. So, I actually finished it up today. Um, okay, I think I like season five the best. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I thought it was a really good episode. Um... It, I thought it was a really good episode. I'm kind of sad it's over a little bit. Just a little bit. Just because, you know, when you finish a, finish a series, you're just like, well, sh- well c- what am I supposed to watch next? So I kind of going through that right now. Plus, I've been a little sick. So I said stomach. Anyway, not going to go into detail. But anyway, back to you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really good because I, honestly, I thought his name was Yami because that's what they said to call him. But his name's a Tim, which I think is also. I don't know how I feel about that name, but whatever. And the fact that they kept Seto in the past instead of in the present, I was just like, that was kind of crazy. Um, but they didn't, never interacted when um, Kaiba went to the um, attempts memories in the... Anyway, so... And Bakura, the evil Bakura, I'm just like, oh my god, just like... <sighs> That was getting really annoying to me. <laughs> and, um, the fact that he was blaming Yugi's dad about the whole um, Millennium items when it wasn't even his idea, it was his brother's idea. His brother was being a douchebag and got rid of over thousands of people just because it was like in a bad village. I was like, okay, like, <sighs> hmm. And, uh, then, um, okay, well, anyway, <laughs> sorry, I thought I saw something really weird. It is weird, but whatever, it's fine. One thing I don't understand is why in the world did the, uh, brother, when he went from, like, like, a really good person to, like, a really bad person in five seconds flat, I know, I understand Bakura has some help with that, but damn that was like fast like he just went to the bad side super super quick 
Um, but overall, I, I can't talk right. I'm so damn tired. <laughs> I'm literally working with like three and a half hours of sleep. It's not even funny. And it's like almost eight o'clock. Oh, it is exactly eight o'clock. But anyway, really enjoyed the series. Season five, I think it's my favorite, followed by season four, season one, season three, season two. Season two kind of pissed me off a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Season three got better. The back half. Season four, I just liked in general. But season five, I think it was the best. Because we actually learned about Tim's And how, like, the birth of, like, um, the Dark Magician. It was really his friend. Um, start with the, at the M. <laughs> and then, um... Then also friends with the dark magician girl Mana, or I think that's how they said it. And um, I just thought overall it was like a really good episode, but um, I mean, a good season, so I really liked it. And then the whole duel with um, Yuki and Atem was really, really good as well. I didn't mind, it was like five parts, oh, like three parts, four parts, and anyway, I didn't mind it that much. Um, they only have like one six harder in there and um, that was ticking me off a little bit but overall like I said I thought it was good so so like I said um, I'm done crazy 224 episodes that's just nuts I don't know if I want to watch um, the next installment that um, you did which I think is like um, GX or something like that I'm not sure if I want to start that I don't know if it's even available anywhere, if I'm honest. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, um, I thought it was really good. I need to stop saying that. Okay, so I think I'm done. I didn't really have any complaints besides it was like, it was the pacing could have picked up a little bit more, and um, that was about it. And the whole Tristan, Tristan thing, I was just like, well, that was expected, so... Uh, one of them had to turn, like Joey did in season two, and part of season four. Yeah, just when he had on that um, uh, red eyes, white dragon um, armor, because that chaos war they stuck in the um dragon's back. So, and I think that's the like the pacing could have picked up a little bit more. But I liked how like um you get to see how Atem's life was and Faye's still remembering stuff and that he actually passed on the king on the crown to Seto. I thought that was really good. And Seto, Kaiba, again, needs a lot of humble pie, but he actually seemed a little bit nicer towards the end of the series, but he was still, like, an asshole, but he was a lot nicer, but anyway, that's it. So, that's it for this. So, um, I hope y'all enjoyed. If y'all actually listen or watch whatever, I hope y'all have a good day. If you want to subscribe, that'd be great. If you want to rate it five stars or whatever stars, I don't care. To be honest with you, I just want people to listen. Anyway, it's fine. Everything's fine. But anyway, um, that's it. I'll see y'all in my next podcast. See ya, bye.